You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Steven Hauschka has it teed up. He's going to kick it to his right side. Now he's going to tee it up, actually. It looks like he's going to kick to the right side from the right hash mark. I, I watched him on the sideline practicing these before when the Seahawks had the ball. There it is. Bounces high. Seattle has a chance. It's bouncing around. The Seahawks got it. The Seahawks have it in midfield. They got it. Coming out of the pile with it is Chris Matthews, the big youngster who played in Canada, signed here. He's been worth the price of admission on that play. Seattle still has life with 2.07 to play. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to The Spread with Dave Juskow. The Super Bowl almost upon us. It is mid-January to the end of January, and of course, February 1st is the big day in Super Bowl Sunday, and last week absolutely did not disappoint in two, well, one really amazing football game, and then, you know, one that'll live through the ages because of uh, more controversy, and everybody loves it. So yes, I am uh, Dave Juskow, and I'm here with my special guest today, who um, I've been talking about all season. Please welcome the lovely and talented and funny Irene Bremis, everybody. Thank you, Dave. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. I'm happy you're here, too, because um, I got to say, out of all the uh, times that we've worked together this year because of your pendulum picks and... If you don't know, Irene is the one that was picking pendulum picks for us all year, where she has a a magical pendulum, and uh, I would make her choose a game every week, and at the beginning of the season, wow, she went 7-0, and and then stunk up the joint. Uh, I want to just, I'm I'm not making excuses for the pendulum, I'm just saying that ever since that uh, one particular funeral that I went to, I think um, since then, it's just, it's been hexed. You know, I don't know how to respond I mean, we, to that because, I mean, everybody's got to go to a funeral once in a while. What do you say? That pendulum is so upset with your friend dying that it just can't make picks anymore? Well, I know this is going to sound really unforgivable and incorrigible, but what happened was um, I was thinking about the picks on my way to the funeral, and I was thinking, I know this is wrong. I probably shouldn't be doing this on the way to the funeral, but I hope to God more than anything in the world that my picks are right. It's kind of self selfish. I feel like there might have been a ghostly intervention. My dad died during the final four and I still had time to make my picks. So don't feel that bad. My career's turned out just... Oh, I see your point. <laughs> Ooh, not good. Not good. Well, uh, you know, listen, I mean, first of all, uh, what I was going to say was I was... Um, I didn't realize you were such a fan, and then I saw some of your tweets during the game saying, great night of football on American TV. That's what this entire show is about. (laughs) But then you've put in the comeback, and if that's your idea of great American TV, you're an Uh, idiot. Oh, come on, Dave. (laughs) You know what? A comeback is supposed to be like some quirky little, you know, hashtag. Get it? The comeback? Oh, it's not about the Lisa Kudrow show? Of course. Now, now who's the idiot, Dave? Wait, wait, wait. It's not about the Lisa. Not at all. It was just used like you the said, comeback. No, I know no, no. I said the then comeback, you're but an I meant idiot. the comeback and then Look, we're both in the idiots. two minutes that we what had left doing? in the game, Don't that's the comeback I meant. The comeback, like the two minutes, you know, how how, how Seattle turned the game around. It to was, me and everyone else, it read, I love Lisa Kudrow's new show. Well, I am so sorry to mislead anybody with that hashtag because what I meant You completely it as, misled me. Yes. I meant, you know, like. Well, I'm glad. Because yes. I was like, what's the matter with you? I I've actually never. been watching some of it. I watched the first 10 years ago. I watched every episode. Actually, you know what? I Can hated I just... watching it. And then I started watching a little bit of this. And that character just pisses me off so much. I can't tolerate it that I was not able to watch a lot of it. What? The comeback? Yeah. Actually, you know what? I have to say that I like the comeback. But no, I meant the comeback. This season? Um, the new episodes? Well, I, I saw I a saw few the original episodes. 10 years ago. was no, okay. No, this season. Yeah, this season. I saw a couple, but they really make me sick. And it's... It's hard to keep watching. Anyway, that's what okay. I thought you wrote. But right. I'm happy because you said great night of football on American TV. That is what I talk about all the time. Um, that's what this entire show is about. I said Seattle 
AKA hashtag the comeback. I have it right here. Yeah. It says great night of football on American TV, hashtag the comeback. Okay, see now I went back in and edited that though. Well, this okay, is what's online. So, okay, this is terrible. I have to be more careful. It yes, just goes to do. show you what you tweet, what you hashtag will come to bite you, but it'll bite yeah, you right first back First of all, you ass. have too many hashtags. This is like an old Charlie Brown comic I read where he was learning about commas. Right. All yeah. you do is write hashtag, hashtag the comeback, hashtag Patriots. Well, you try hanging out. win. Hashtag Super Bowl bound. Okay, you try hanging Don't out with Mike Bichetti. Oh. <laughs> and you'll be repeating a lot of things too, okay? Well, I, you're you're right about that. I, I'm not going to take that away from you. Also, okay. you wrote, this game has more turnovers than Starbucks. I love it. Thank you. I love that you were watching Thanks. the game and yes. completely committed. Well, you know, you inspired me. What can I say? Is that true or do you always no, like No, you do. You do inspire. I do love football though, I have to say. Have you always? Um, I didn't know this about you. Here, you know, Before I enjoy the season, watching the game. I, I just it. like the football talk. That's what I like. And if you want to be in the talk, you have to know the talk. That's what I like. I love football talk. You know, it's funny. My sister likes it too and she doesn't care for football, but she gets angry on the show when I don't talk about enough football. And during the season, a lot of times I wasn't talking about football mm. because I was like, well, we don't have to talk about football. If I have a guest on like the music critic from the Daily News, I he, he doesn't care for football. He's also a homosexual. Exactly. Most I don't, likely. I'm not going to talk about football yes. that much. However, I talk about it a little bit because it's interesting to see his perspective on Football. On football. But um, yeah, it's funny because my sister feels that way too. And that's the reason I like listening to the sports stations because I like listening to them talk about football. But I don't care for like all the stats and all the nonsense. I just like hearing, just talking about football. I don't know. Just I, regular... guess I love the football talk too. Yeah. And that's why I love it. That's and you have to weird. admit, those games were extremely exciting. I think anybody, even the homosexual, or at least on the gay spectrum, would love. Well, we're going to get to those in a second. I just want to say right now, and I'll do it at the end, I, some of your dates coming up on February 6th. You're going to be in Connecticut, the Unladylike Comedy Tour, Joker's Wild. Thank you for being so prepared. I love this you. This is what I do. On Thursday, February 12th, you're at my least favorite place, at that stupid German Nazi place in Staten Island, the Nuremberger Burger. <laughs> yeah, but they really love Dave. He killed there, so I don't know why I, you don't I like it. I did horribly there. You you're didn't do horribly polite. there. They don't like me. I mean, they might like me just because they like me, but they didn't like my comedy. I was horrible there. It's all right. I still had a great time. And the Wiener Schnitzel was uh, delicious. <laughs> I, the Wiener Schnitzel. And you did a great job. I thought you did a great job there. Really? I, yes. I, I don't know. And then on Saturday, Valentine's Day, I don't know what this is. Why are you doing a Valentine's Day show at the Cornucopia Banqueting Hall? Anything to get away from my husband. Anyway, yes. <laughs> and the Beerhausen one in Staten Island, which of course, as you know, I just hate because you didn't put my name in the program. As I was looking down the list, everybody else's picture and name is on the program for every month except for me. Um, and I see you have Mike Bichetti. How did you score him? Well, he asked. It was that simple. Oh. <laughs> he said, Irene, could you, uh, could you do me a favor? Um, I know you're really hectic, but you think you can put me? I was like, okay, I, 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 of course. Irene, could, could you, you put me? me if I, have, uh, I said, I love uh, you, Mike. Uh, he's hilarious. I mean, he really is. Did, you know, you left I your water him. all the way over there. Oh, you don't need it. This is my water. Don't touch it. I won't. Germaphobe. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm not a germaphobe. He's continuously losing me. weight, too. It's amazing. Uh, I've seen the pictures. You have been training him. Mm -hmm. he, he does look amazing. I, he does. I mean, this guy was a fat shit, a he, fat tub of lard. You wouldn't. Who couldn't have cared less, and it looks like he wanted to die. He looks amazing. You, you are the woman. Um, are you doing that with Rachel as well, Rachel Feinstein? I am. I'm training Rachel Feinstein too. Stein, sorry. It um, is Stein, and it's funny because I was Stein watching uh, her on Byron Allen yesterday, and they called her Rachel Feinstein. Seems like on a show when you have an announcer, you should get it right. See, you know what the I called her Feinstein for years because I thought she wouldn't want to be called Feinstein because Feinstein is imminently more Jewy yes, than Feinstein. Which works in comedy, though. You have to understand. Now, I have a friend who's an artist. Oh, right. She took the harsh Stein down to a Steen, and That's it works right perfectly for her, you know? Right, it's so funny that you are friends with a, a very eclectic, uh, like, kind of celebrity artist in Manhattan named Rachel Feinstein. And your friends with the comedian, Rachel Feinstein. Feinstein. It is I mean, really unbelievable, You know, right? I always thought just one was enough, but to be blessed <laughs> with two, thank you, God. Well, that's why I told Rachel to change her name to Rachel Fine. <laughs> and then it turned out that there was a Rachel Fine in the Howard Stern show, so there was really no way for Rachel to win. Right. I just wanted her to get rid of her Jewiness. She could be Rachel Steen. I think but that apparently she likes it. Actually, um, here's uh, you guys doing a scene from Titanic, which is horrible. Rose? You are forbidden to see that boy from Steerage. He's a rancid peasant. But I don't love Cal. 
Hal doesn't get dirty with me in the back of my car or paint my portrait in the nude or make me stand in front of the boat. Actually, I think Cal may be gay. You're thinking with your vat. That's your first problem in life. You can't think with your vat. You can think with your vag, Mom. You don't want what's best for me, Mother. You're right, I don't. I didn't even think that was up in the air. That is just absolutely <laughs> horrid, and the yes. sound is horrible. You should be ashamed of yourself. Because Weren't you, you supposed know, to do an episode? Yes, and I'm glad that I didn't. Because uh, it's it's it makes me really angry when there's bad sound, right? And it really makes me upset, and that's why I told you when we did the Cars movie. Well, I don't know whether I told you, but I told Memo. I said when we do it, look, I don't care if the lighting's good, <laughs> I don't care about the script, but if the sound is bad, it always, all everything seems like a porno. That's right. Well, you know what? Lighting can make it seem like a porno, but without the sound, it's just a if bad. You don't porno. have quality it's sound. It's a bad porno. You look uh, immature. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's right. I right. said it. No, you're right. I agree. Listen, this is, yes. um, you know, I've talk- I'm not doing any Mulaney jokes anymore, but these are my nieces doing a scene from Mulaney. It's a little better than your scene. Hey, do we have stamps? No. Forget it. I'll just have bad credit. How are you guys? I'm great. I think I'm finally getting the hang of working for Lou Cannon, and things with Kristen are looking good. <laughs> I really want you to meet her, but hey, try to be nice to her. When am I not nice to your girlfriends? <laughs> Remember Erica's sophomore year? Oh, Erica the racist. Do you know she wouldn't eat Thai food? She was allergic to peanuts. That's my niece doing a better scene. Far better. I mean, far I don't better. Wanna, I'm just saying, and that's a scene from Mulaney, which was actually better than the show Mulaney. Wow, that's Which no uh, you'd think would have got a killing in the ratings after uh, football, but it still is horrible. I know. I'm not picking on him anymore. The last time I was here. Because I want John Mulaney to come to this show, and I want to talk. I want to sit him down, and I want to talk to him, and I want to say, what is your deal? (laughs) Well, the last time I was here, we were talking about the uh, the Deborah Messing show, and I haven't followed up on that. Is it still on the air? I stopped talking about it. It is still on the air. They're letting it go. It. uh, I guess it does. Listen, I've talked about this a hundred times. NBC's got nothing. They got nothing except they had football, so they were kept winning the week. Right. And because football is sick ratings and um you know they, they they got nothing else i mean they have nothing all their, their new shows have all bombed, bombed. And so they they're holding the on to deborah and that's it so they hold on to this because it does you know it gives like a, a 0.3 rating or a one and they're just like well now we have a female lineup on wednesdays they tried to make it a female lineup with right. that chicago fire some there's a couple of lead female actresses i've talked about this before i, I i'm so I, it's extremely sexist when i talk about it but yeah, I don't like the uh, the female tough guys. I just don't because I I just don't think it's realistic. I'm sorry. I've I've never seen Dave. A I think you would like the female tough guys if they were realistic. That's what it, okay. right. I, it's they're not all that it's not realistic. Like men. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you had somebody who was slightly on 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 say the dikeier side, yeah, that I wouldn't may like work. that either. No, but I wouldn't you like. You may that not either. like it, but it would work. Like, it worked for Cagney and Lacey, every didn't it? Every time I get uh, arrested and brought into the New York City precinct, I see no female detectives. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't know. I think um, I've never seen one um, ever. Really, I have that's a friend that is a, a lieutenant. A girl? Yes, and she kicks in ass. New York City. Not in New York City. Where? In Massachusetts. Okay, Close well, enough in Boston. No, it's not good enough. Boston is a tough city, Dave. Is she colored? Is she colored? No, she's so white. She's white. Is she pretty? She a cracker. Can you get yes, her on the she's show? She's gorgeous. I could ask her. Do you, do you have to bump everything? Uh, I'm sorry. You... I didn't mean to do that. My boots are very clunky and I'm trying to get comfortable. No. Not that I'm not. The studio is extremely comfortable and they just got a carpet in here. Which I know. It's even beautiful. It's, it's so nice now. Comfortable. I love it. Um, let's continue talking about football mm. uh, because that's what we're here to talk about today because I'm very excited. Now, first of all, let me just tell you about my weekend, which involves football. Mm. I, I mean, I didn't do anything. It all built up to Sunday you know the thing is I saw a play on Thursday with the great Larry Moss who's Mm. this incredible acting teacher which is so funny because I went to go see an old roommate of Sarah Silverman's on Thursday I see all the plays that she's in she's a Broadway actress and she's a delight and she's very very talented and uh, a lot of times I'll bring obviously Sarah with me we'll go together and the the cast gets excited knowing Sarah's in the audience you know Um, this time I bought this legendary acting teacher. I mean, if you, I don't know if you can tell if you look him up. His name is Larry Moss, and he is a living legend. Seriously, if you're an actor, you know he's a living legend. On this show, you're not going to yeah, know so right. much. But um, they talk about him at the Oscars, like Helen Hunt thanked him, and like a lot of people thank him, like like to thank Larry Moss because they he coaches people over the phone or whatever, like the the biggest of actors. So um, bringing him to the show 
was as good as bringing Sarah or George Clooney, that cast, they were like, is Larry coming tonight? Even more amazing, I would think, right? Yeah, because he but is it's like one of those things where impetus. you're telling people and they don't understand. And then my friend met him and she acted the way I met I acted when I met Martin Short in October where I was in tears. You know, saying, he meant so much to me. And she was just like, oh my God, it's like an honor. And she works with legendary actors. You know, I mean, well, legendary, but I mean, she does. But last time I saw her on Broadway, she was with Jeff Goldblum and stuff like that. So she's around people all the time. But this struck a chord, you know, like it's amazing. It's so funny. See what you made her dream come true in a sense. That's what I do for people. You do. I'm doing that right now for you. You've done it for me several (laughs) times. This is not the first time. But um, so it's funny because when I know it's like, well, we can go Thursday, all I'm thinking to myself is like, well, that's the Thursday before the championship Sunday. <laughs> like That's well, how that's... I think in my life. I'm like, should I go out Friday? Because it's championship Sunday, Sunday. You know, and right. it's so ridiculous. That's in my head. Well, like, well, you have to take that into consideration, especially well, but when But what am I the... taking into consideration? I got to rest up for it? I want to go out and party and just relax and then be hungover. And, and just be lame when you're watching football and being less alert? These things matter, Dave. I think that is not... I just not get excited about it. I'm like, of can I sit through a play do. when I know that there's going to be football Sunday? It's like that, you know? <laughs> so it's so... Un- you know, so I was waiting for Sunday and I was very angry because I think I told you and I definitely told everybody last week, which by the way... We got so many listeners last week. Thank you, everybody. It was a, a, it was my worst show ever. So many technical glitches, and I'm embarrassed, but oh, my God. But like, now we know the secret. The secret is just to do a good show? Uh, no, that Don't doesn't really have – yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> but, um, not at all. The uh, He threw me off. I'm sorry. What was we, I talking we know about? This, we oh, yeah, talking. so Sunday, I was very angry because – David Tell had his birthday, which was Sunday. We always celebrate the birthdays together. And he had it on Championship Sunday. I couldn't have been more angry. How dare he? Is he a big football fan? No, he couldn't care less about football. So it's the rudest thing. And he had it exactly at 6.30 when the Pats-Colts game started. The only reason I would have been more madder is if the Broncos were playing, because then I would have been really – I would have wanted to see that game. So at least I got to watch the Packers – Seahawks game. Now oh, I cannot believe this, though. I cannot believe you missed the New England uh, Patriots. Well, it turned really? out. Yeah, but don't worry. I, I had okay. all my bets intact. I have them here. I'm going to read them. I yes. did really well. I want to know how you're doing. You're doing better than the pendulum, it seems. Oh, yeah. I'm doing better on myself. I just knocked out my headphones. I don't know where the thing is. You can hear me, though, right? Yes, I right. can hear you. Or maybe it's in here. Oh, yeah. I got it back. Um this is exactly how it happened last week. <laughs> um, okay, so I... Now, okay, first of all, I want to say uh, this. This committee owes an apology. Jesus. This committee owes an apology. Apology, Senator. That's right. That's from Godfather 2. This committee owes an apology <laughs> to the people last week where I think I said I was going Seahawks and uh, I didn't know about the Colts. I was going over on both games. I said the Seahawks. I changed my views. Hmm. later in the week. Now, we taped this show on Wednesdays, so that I didn't know about the weather and know it was going to be rainy. And then I was listening to a lot of the shows, and then the line went up to eight and a half hmm. from seven. So I changed to the Packers and the over. And I was, you know, at the beginning, I'm like, oh my God, I made the right move. But I feel bad because I said, oh, I'm going to take the Seals because they got a gimpy quarterback on the other side. Hmm. But I, I changed it because I was listening to the thing. They said, well, if you think about it, the Seahawks really haven't beaten anybody good. You know, I mean, they you know lost to the Rams once and then beat them once. Right. They beat Cardinals with a third-string quarterback. And even though they were beating people down the line, they weren't no. beating anybody great. And it, technically, you could see that last oh, week. I mean, they, they got lucky and the Packers just messed up. I don't know if they got and, lucky. I don't know what happened well, there. they just, got lucky last week. I mean, wh- it, it, the, the stadium was even emptying. People it was were emptying. leaving. They got lucky. And those, they tried to get back in and it was like, geez, two If you don't capture that onside it, kick, you're, you lose the game. And that's exactly. a lucky, I mean, that's an unbelievable break. So here, let's uh, look at the, um, here's the uh, Marshall Lynch touchdown. the offense back to the line after the eight-yard Pass reception by Luke Wilson. Lynch in the game. Russell out of the shotgun. Two receivers near side. Marshawn gets it. He breaks three, 20, 10, 5. Are you kidding me? Touchdown, Seahawks. Those are obviously the local uh, the local announcers. <laughs> so I don't think you're, you're not going to see uh, 
Joe Buck uh, talking like that. I don't know. That was really incredible. A lot can happen in two point whatever minutes. I keep telling Steve. Green Bay 35. Russell out of the shotgun. They tilted the field back in the Seahawks' favor. Lynch in the backfield in a pistol formation. Wide receivers to either side. Russell takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. He's got a man. The ball is caught. Game over, Touchdown. The game is over. The Seahawks are going back to the Super Bowl in Glendale. Ooh, that's going to be exciting. Back to back for Seattle. It is okay? exciting. And it hasn't been, what, 11 years since Boston since the was? the Patriots. Yeah, yeah right. back to backs. But it's, uh, <laughs> those announcers are so funny when you get the local feed because <laughs> it's like they're allowed to be partial, <clears throat> you know, which doesn't really so happen like, here ah. in New York too much where they don't really yell and, well, nothing really happens yeah. with the Jets. So, But it's, it is funny seeing the out of town. They get so excited. I remember listening to a Tennessee Titans broadcast and they're like, Oh, we are not good. It was like the <laughs> Titans of Jacksonville. It was really funny listening to the local broadcast. But so I did really well. I bet the Packers in the first half, the total over 10 points. Mm. And they scored 16. Nice. So it was beautiful. And then uh, in the second half, I took the Packers over seven and a half. Ooh. That was horrible. They only scored six. Couldn't Ooh. believe it. Couldn't believe it. With one more field goal, if they had won in overtime, I would have won that bet too. Mm. But then I couldn't believe it. Thanks to the onside kick and the overtime, everything worked out. Like everybody who bet the over, which I bet completely just on the over 45 and a half, would not have happened without the onside kick, the overtime, and all that. If the Packers hadn't scored the extra field goal and gone to overtime, we, nobody would have hit the over, which was 45 and a half. So then I also won in a parlay. The Packers plus eight and a half and the over at 45 and a half. Nice. See, you are a winner. Now, yeah. where do you stand as far as the season goes right now? I know that you were like up there. Oh, I had. Well, now I'm completely even. I was I actually ended up losing thanks to your late pendulum d- decline mm-hmm. about three hundred dollars for the season. I wow. bet with a thousand dollars the entire season. I only lost three hundred. But uh, now I'm back. I won 300 this week. That's unbelievable. So, I was going to give her another chance for the um, Super Bowl. Uh, for the Super Bowl. But I, I'm should. pretty much sure. Th- I, I, I think I know who's going to win, though. You know what I mean? But Ooh. I'm going to just. But you're a Patriots n- fan. You can't. I just think that. New England is for the very reason. You're saying that with your heart. You have no idea. You're a pa- you're a huge Patriots fan, right? I am a huge Patriots fan, unlike everybody else now, because they're being accused of of the deflated balls thing. Of course, what? we all know about that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know you enjoy talking about deflated balls, and I, I do. I so enjoy talking about deflated balls. In fact, you wrote cheating and winning with deflated balls is like screwing with a half mass erection. You know what? It doesn't count. I don't like your attitude about half mass erections. That's what I live by. Well, there's um, other things that you can do, Dave. We discussed this, but I don't think this is the appropriate time. Okay. I pay attention. Yes. Um, I don't like your anti-man tweets. what do you think about this deflated balls it's ridiculous a little bit well i like that the patriots are masked in another controversy and they're cheating because that's what they do but i think they're just being accused honestly they were both playing with that ball what did they do change the ball well apparently yeah but the whole key is what you have to realize just like if you're gonna blame the you're gonna blame that guy who gave up the onside kick who bobbled the ball and then the seahawks got it right Mm mm-hmm he takes responsibility, but why would he? I would just say, well, maybe the defense should do their job and not let them score jerk-offs. You know what I'm saying? Right, There's still right. another game to play. It's like when the Lions were complaining exactly. about the, the penalty. I'm like, well, then stop them. Right, You know, exactly. when you're going to complain the whole time, stop them. They let them score twice. They right. had overtime, too, and they still let them score again. That's your problem. You're absolutely right. I think I just think that uh, Bill Belichick has been, you He's know, under the, the microscope for Yeah, other... because he sucks and he cheats. Yeah, well, he does. He finds really yeah. good ways to cheat, but and this it's so time weird he's because busted. He's, he's a great coach. Do oh, you no, agree? No, nobody denies that. So why would you have to cheat? That's, well, that's why the, do the greatest cheating people kind of guy. cheat all the time? That's you know? how they get ahead. The yeah. the people remember the people in the accelerated school class you, they would always be in the honors program. I'll never forget they were cheaters. Yeah, they knew yeah. how to cheat correctly without getting caught, which Damn made it. them brilliant. Which is why they deserve to be in the honors class. Exactly. I should have you know what instead of studying so hard, I should have learned the art of cheating. I think that's that how these been. guys get ahead. I mean, it's true. I'm not even making a joke about it. I know there's so many examples. I couldn't believe how many people cheated. Yeah, but that's unbelievable. That is. But then you're allowed to be an honest because you found a way to get around the system, and that's just as bright. So, right, and you know. not getting caught. That's brilliant, really. With Genius. the second game, here's what happened. 
Uh, now, I, you know, I'm already in the car during the overtime, which I can't believe, but I have the phone so I can watch the whole game on my phone. <laughs> and I, I was actually glad that Seattle That is so scored. not acceptable, Dave. Texting. I had no choice. Okay. I had to make it yes. by 630. Okay, right. You think you, you want to disappoint right. a tell? You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, no, about. No, I do. I do. You're right. So I get to the place. The game's over. Thank goodness. Now, what I did was I bet the Colts over 10 and a half in the first half because it was low. The Patriots were 14 and a half. I wasn't sure how that was going to go. Obviously, that didn't cover. I also, before the game started, bet the third quarter uh, whoever between both teams that they would score 10 points mm. in the third quarter before the game started. Um, so I had that going. Now, I knew I was in trouble with the first bet. So at halftime, I was watching the game during the meal on my phone a little bit. I just had it up for the end because I wanted to see who the halftime was so I could change my bets around because I knew, you know, this was a disaster for the Colts. I right, got to get off right, of it and you're on do it. something else. Mm. And, you know, everybody's a little pissed, but I'm like, it's the playoffs. You know, like, I, if you don't understand, you suck. <laughs> and I was just watching really for the last two minutes just to see what was happening. And so, uh, you know, so then at halftime, I knew I had that third quarter bet, but then I went for it on the Patriots. It was only minus three for the second half. And they were already up. Uh, they were only up mm. 17 to seven. So I was very confident that the Patriots were going to be awesome. And I had a minus three. I knew the Colts weren't coming back. I didn't even watch that game. Mm -hmm. I just It was just like a feeling. You had this feeling. So I put 100 bucks on that to double over all the loss and whatever. And that completely won. I mean, it was what they... they yeah, uh, that was beautiful. They won 28 to nothing. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, Wait. and they scored the 10 points in the third quarter. So it all came in. No, you you bet a, an actual $100, like money? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or I thought you stopped uh, gambling. Oh, I started betting for the playoffs again. Oh, oh, wait, excuse me. This is like a shocker. I'm sorry. I'm a little well, caught off guard here. here's the funny thing. This I, is I, crazy. The last I spoke with him, he was like practically, you've been clean and sober gambling yeah, for yeah. quite some... Okay, so when did this... Oh, just for the playoffs? For the you playoffs. give yourself a... Here's the best part. Uh, all right, first, let me just, just finish this. We're having the meal. I'm ordering a bunch of stuff. Now, last week I said Atel was paying. Now, why should he pay on his birthday? I'm with you on 100%. Why would we let him do that? But he said, no, I want to pay for everybody. That's what I want to do. It's always a very as generous As soon as the guy. bill comes, he goes downstairs to smoke a cigarette and put his mom in a car. The bill comes. His brother-in-law goes, all right, uh, let's pay. And I'm like, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm like, um, <laughs> you know, Attell said, and he gets angry if, uh, you know, we didn't like, I, I, I didn't want to be a dick. He paid for my birthday. Right, it was like, right. we but, but you are but being I was a dick. expecting, I'm sorry, in my head, I was like, well, at least it won't cost anything. Right. And so his brother-in-law is such a tool. He's like, how about I pay 500 for him and his wife, and you pay 300 you know, you and Bob Golden pay 300 I'm like, that doesn't even equal out, jerk off. <laughs> but I didn't complain. And I paid the 300 which I just won. Right. So it ruined my night. Right, right. So basically you leave with nothing. I was so upset. Okay. And then Rena, your friend Rena, bought 100 bucks. Oh, I have 100 <laughs> I love oh, Rena. The bill was like 1400 bucks. I was furious. Wow. Girls get to pay less. See, cigarettes? Well, girls get to pay less, but they yes, say, they want, we want equalness. Well, fuck you. And they say that smoking is a hazard. It just saved him $1,500. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Am I right? Well, that's an excellent point. However, yes. let me finish the story because this all comes into play. We go down to the comedy cellar after, which I was also furious about because after I have a meal like that, I got to go home. You know, I got stuff going on. Especially when you're broke. Go on, yes. Well, I wasn't even worried about that. Okay. <laughs> I was just worried about, you know, stomach issues, stuff like that. <laughs> that Mark's steak was very raw, and we asked for it medium because Bob didn't like it. I didn't really like it. Wolfgang's is much better. Anyway, we go to the cellar. Artie's there. He's in a great mood. Just won $10,000. I said, I thought ow! you stopped gambling. Snap. He goes, oh, I'm, bet I'm betting for the playoffs. He's just like me. <laughs> but the only difference between the two of you is he's up 10000 and you... Well, he bets in a yeah. much That's bigger denomination than I do. He bet 5000 on the uh, Steve, Green Bay over. I forget what game it was. On the That's unbelievable. Steve won $100,000 in a football pool with his father. They split it. Well, his, is that in the Super Bowl squares? I mean, how do you... Um, I, I'm, you I'm know, not, I, mean, I don't know all the facts, but his son also just recently won uh, 20000 like two years ago. That's right. That's they probably have that in those luck. Super Bowl squares, though. I don't. He's not betting. Oh no, no, you're right. It's no, no, yeah. not like what you're doing. It's a Super Bowl. You don't do the Super Bowl squares. Of course ever? I do. Oh, no, of course. course I do. I've got like them bet all over town. I okay. We're going to talk about that next week. Well, but I'm, uh, I'm going to talk about my numbers next week. You know, ooh, I'll probably have awesome. Them in. But um, so then we went. We had a pretty good time. 
I mean, you know, Attell organized this birthday for himself. I've never seen him do this before because he turned 50. So we had all these people come down to the cellar and celebrate with him. It was weird because usually I used to organize it for him. But now that he's sober, he doesn't need me anymore. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we and they performed and him and Artie and Kevin Brennan went on stage and it was nice. super fun. And then we went to a cigar bar. Like Ooh. he's like, then I want to go to another bar after. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this 2000 when you're drinking again? Like I wasn't. Uh, those nights were the worst because then I had to stay until he said I could go and I have to go he to work the next hostage, day. You know? yes. Yeah, and then I would have to go to work at, right right after. Yeah, you always had to go to work right after. That is true. Everybody yeah. could go sleep it off, but you had to go to work right after. I do remember it was that. Horrible, horrible. Nine in the morning. Mm. We would out. We were out until nine, and, and then I went to work. And it's sort of the same thing now because he's not drinking, so he's not going to have a hangover. So if you hang with him, he could <laughs> exactly. be up all night, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, yes. that's what he's goes. He's up all night anyway. So right. we go to the cigar bar. And then I finally start to lighten up a little bit. I have a couple of drinks so my stomach feels better and stuff. And it was really, that was actually really fun. But now I want to charge him for my jacket that completely smells like cigarette and cigar smoke, which was disgusting because I'm not used to being in a bar with cigarettes anymore. I came home. I had to take a sh- I took all my clothes off and I had to shower. I can't, I had to throw them all out. Okay. I want you to please um, check between your legs. I want you to grab. <laughs> and you t- <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't want to okay, smell like Okay, just cigarettes. stop it. I'm not used to it anymore. It smells disgusting. I don't smoke. No, I'm only kidding. I really honestly believe that smoking does smell like shit too. And I smoke for but a very long time. But it's funny because it, for years when we were going to comedy clubs in the 80s and 90s, not you for the 80s, but uh, for me, um, I'm being polite. Yes, that's very uh, sweet of you're you. You're welcome. And uh, no, but uh, I would, my mother, we've talked about it. I would, my mother thought I was smoking cigarettes all the time because I'd come home from the clubs when I was still living with my parents, um, smelling like cigarettes. But, and my sister was like, he doesn't smoke cigarettes. Right. And she's like, I don't believe you. Well, because you smell like smoke. If she really But I never thought about it. Yeah. Everybody smelled like smoke Everybody smelled like smoke. Exactly. We were just like encased in smoke. She'd need to smell your finger, but that would be very awkward for your mother to do. I wouldn't want you any would think mother- that, but yeah. then once she told me I was a good kisser, so that was awkward too. <laughs> that messed me up for a long, long time, probably to this day. So then she would definitely know if you were a smoker. Mm. <sighs> Sickening. It's all just wrong. We brought this to a bad place. I'm sorry about that. No, it's not your fault. So it's mine. Fifty years old. But wow. here, oh, so here's what happened, and this is the weirdest thing. And I've seen this before with David Tell. He he goes, me, Kevin, Russ Maniv, the mm-hmm. ladies' man, Russ Maniv. Love him. It's just the three of us and Kevin Brennan. Mm-hmm. So, so what is it, four of us? And about six girls, really pretty girls. And Dave's like, hey, come with me. I got to go back to the cellar. It's three in the morning. I got to pick up my stuff. So I do whatever he tells me to do. Right. So we leave the six girls there who wanted to fool around with us, we believe. They were up for anything. Right, right. So we don't understand. Me and Kevin were talking about the whole time. Why did we leave that place? Now Kevin's married and stuff, but we, but Dave's not. <laughs> Dave's and not. And Russ isn't. Right. And um, we can't figure out why he wanted to leave. And well, then we don't know why he wanted us to come to the cellar. He just picked up his stuff and then said, "All right, I'll see you guys later." <laughs> so and, and and went to the cellar. Now he wasn't performing. He wasn't no, meeting no, he anybody was closed. there. And he just left. Then he left, and he said, "I'll see you later." This is the same Dave Tell we that? all know. Dave Tell. I've seen this before, and it is the strangest thing. Many years ago, when he was drinking, you know, we, we would go from, you remember, we would go from bar to bar to bar, right. never knowing what he was looking for. I always assumed it was a lady. He's looking for female companionship. Wouldn't it make sense to you? You've, yes. We've been in this situation before at one of the, your shows where you invited about 12 of the prettiest girls I've ever seen. Right. Me and a teller sitting with them at a table. Mm-hmm. That beautiful girl, what is that one I can't pronounce? Uh, Which one? Anaka or whatever. Oh, like. Hanata. I was just with her. Yes. Gorgeous, right? Right. I mean, yes. am I lying or exaggerating? No, anyway? she would love this podcast because she's been terribly unkind to herself. And I'm going to make her listen to this podcast after you just said that. I'm serious. Well, you know how I feel about her. She's gorgeous. And she's she was gorgeous. with nine other models. Right. And we were sitting at the table. We're having a great time. And he's like, hey, let's get out of here. And I'm like, are you, <laughs> what the, Dave. It's not going to get any better than this. Well, you know what? Tonight. Maybe he's not as desperate, you know, as the rest of you. Okay. But it, what? But then, what was he looking for? So then we went to another bar. We went to another bar. We were just drinking and drinking and drinking. Then he has a girl, and then she's like, "Let's go back to your place." And he goes, "No, let's go to another bar and keep drinking." So I don't know what he's looking for. This right. also happened, and it's a classic story on a Thanksgiving when we were with all these waitresses from Catch a Rising Star. 
there was about eight of them and me and Dave and they all fed us and wanted to make out with us. Was there alcohol involved here? Was he drinking at the time? Yeah, but he wasn't drunk at that point because okay. he didn't start drinking until about two in the morning. Okay. So this is about eight o'clock at night. We just right. had a couple of beers. It wasn't, uh-huh. nobody was drunk. But these girls wanted to make out with us. It's a fact because they, they, I said, stayed. You so. stayed. Okay, <laughs> so then look at you. And they were all beautiful 20-year-old girls from Florida. They were gorgeous. Right. Um, and he was just like, I'm going to get out of here, see where there's any other action. And I'm like, Dave, <laughs> it's not going to get, <laughs> this is it. This is where the right. action is tonight. Right. And he left, and I'll never forget that, and I can't figure out why. Well, maybe- What was he going to do? They they all wanted to, you know, fool around or have sex with him. I mean, you know, we don't know that part, but we know they wanted to fool around with him. Right, but do, did you ever think that maybe he has taste, his own taste, and maybe he doesn't feel like he, he this is not what he wants? Maybe that's it. No. No? That's not it? Well, that I know he likes it. the God Jewish forbid. girls, Somebody- and none of those girls were Jewish. I said right. they were pretty- um, thank you, folks. I'm here all week. So I, uh, why waste? <laughs> I actually turned around. So why waste your time on Gentiles if you know that you like a nice Jewish? No, no, girl? he does. Oh, right. I'm saying exactly. why does he? Yes. Well, but he likes all kinds. I think right. he's like me. I mean, that's his favorite type. So he says. But I mean, he just likes girls. I've seen him with girls that look exactly like those girls a hundred times. I mean, they're really pretty. He's always with pretty girls. Right. I just don't understand what he's looking for. And. Again, he's not drinking, and he pulls the same thing. Right. What's he looking for? Well, Where are we, we going? We maybe he wants. Why did he a pull bit? us out? Well, How he, selfish is because that? Because <laughs> maybe he just doesn't want anybody getting asked if he's not going to. If he's well, going to make that, that final decision. Well, that is the only thing that completely makes sense. Of course, you could have stayed. No, I couldn't. It's his birthday. I gotta, it's uh, it's like the Godfather. Like uh, he's I the Godfather. I can't and refuse any favor on uh, my daughter's wedding day. I'm okay, a, <laughs> I, I get that. I get your role in it. But what about Rusman Eve? Well, that was a strange thing, too. I've seen he him invi- in action. Right. Yes. He invited uh, an Asian girl down, of course. Okay. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. And then she clearly wanted to do something, and he left. But Kevin feels it's a game that he plays that the girl will want him more if he just takes off. Oh. I'm confused. Oh, I see. Less is more. Type I of thing. can't yes. play those games. I got to yeah. either stay in it no, or- No, there's no <laughs> games. That's right. You know? I, I, I don't get that little- game thing but if it's working for him fascinating that's, right that's, it's very fascinating I didn't think that guys put this much thought into it I thought only women did this shit well let, speaking of women let's talk some more um, ironic uh, football here which is very interesting there uh, during the Seahawks Packers game which was mm-hmm. on Fox I don't know if you heard about this um, I watch a show called Arrow did you hear about this Mm-mm. I watch a show called Arrow and wait, I have all the information I need right here. It's completely fascinating. There is a the, the guy who plays the Green Arrow, Stephen Amell, who's gorgeous. Of course. Um, tweeted, "Hey, Aaron Andrews, you should ask Richard Sherman why he stayed on the field. Why he's a physical liability." Now, obviously, Aaron Andrews can't go up to somebody while they're on the field and ask them. So right. I don't know why he asked. But then, uh, Katie Cassidy who plays his love interest on the show, who plays Black Canary. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. She's David Cassidy's daughter. Ooh. She says, seriously, why isn't she doing her job? <laughs> and with all your favorite hashtag stuff, you know, Aaron Andrews. <laughs> so then this Sports Illustrated model, Christine Tagen, do you know? Did I yes. pronounce that correctly? Yes. Says... Then she says, oh, Katie Cassidy, let me introduce the definition of job, the work a person does regularly to make money. What 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 Andrew, Andrew Andrews has, what you don't have. Bye. So oh, they're getting wow. Into a cat, cat fight. Cat fight. <laughs> so Katie Cassidy writes back, God bless. Maybe she's just saying, you're an idiot and I'm yeah, just going to forget about that's this. right. So the supermodel, Christy Tagan, writes back, didn't sneeze, but thank you. <laughs> stop, right? So, so clever. So Cassidy writes back, no, but God should bless her. <laughs> so Christine Tagan writes again, oh, so now we're being holy. It's going. It's, oh, it's this happening. Is, this is unwinding into a place, you know, where- This gets better. Yes. There's a twist. Oh. It's an awesome twist at the end. Katie Cassidy says, we always have been. Welcome to the party. So then- um, Katie, uh, oh, so this guy, I don't know who he is. He, he writes back, uh, there was some miscommunication. 
like something somebody messed up and she goes look i've explained it i apologize if anyone thought i was being a hater honestly not i was asking as a fan uh this is what she said and then um and then Katie Cassidy wrote back to, you know, uh, the model. Uh, just to be clear, your profile reads gold digger and stuff. You're asking me if I have a job, I'll send you a book. And then uh, she goes, for those of us who don't know, book, a written printed work consisting of pages glued or sewn together along one side and bound in covers. And then Christy Tagan just uh, forgot. It's kind of smart. She just went... I know it'll look nothing like that, but that Pizza Hut crust commercial is one of the most truly beautiful things I've ever seen. She obviously just got off point and moved on. I guess she had had it. Right. Now, here's the best part. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason why she was, uh, you know, they're like, why would she be picking on um, Aaron Andrews? Right. Why does Katie Cassidy give a shit what Aaron Andrews is doing? That's because both of them have dated... Jarrett Stoll from the L.A. Kings, oh. <laughs> who Aaron Andrews dates now and Katie Cassidy used to date. Hello! Oh. The answer is so obvious. Isn't that great stuff? That is great stuff. You gotta stuff. love it. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, isn't that classic? It is classic. It's like one of the greatest you things that's ever there, happened Barbara during a Walters. game. You go in there, Barbara Walters. You get the guff. I love you, baby. <laughs> well, you know me. That's I, I, good. I told you last week, I like to talk about football, that's musical right. theater, and goth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a show. <laughs> So, yeah, that's great stuff. That I mean, is that great is great stuff. stuff. Katie Cassidy is gorgeous. I don't care for Aaron Andrews, but um, they, that Sports Illustrated model is hot. And um, She's hot, yes. These hockey players are just taking over. One of them is married to, or, yeah, to uh, that beautiful Carrie Underwood. Right. I don't know what they're up to. They she, are good She's looking. gorgeous. And, of, of course, Tom gorgeous. Brady is married to uh, Giselle, Giselle, who looks like a tranny, yeah, but he's I not think. a hockey player. He's a football player. I know. I he's a football that. player. I but that. I think she, what, you prefer that she looks like a no, tranny? No, I prefer they date football players than oh. hockey players. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Because hockey players are Canadian. I don't like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I got a problem true. with that. That's right. Okay. Yeah, well, you I heard me. I have a problem with it because I I guess, I don't know, wasn't, weren't there these rumors that uh, Tom Brady might be gay? What? Did you I mean, ever heard that? Uh, no. I heard Troy Aikman many years ago. Sorry. I don't like Tom Brady because he's with the Patriots, but I refuse to listen to those rumors. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how about that? Like, Because, you know, if I ever met Tom Brady, I, if I had him on the show, I'd be gushing uh, over his greatness of having an NFL quarterback in your midst, right. whether you hate him or love him. Sweetie, how do you, you think know. I felt when I was I, – I went to some stuttering event. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. It's called the Stuttering Gala, and I was sitting right next to Mark Sanchez. Again, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know if I'd feel the same way about it. <laughs> he's very hot, sweetie. I know he is. I okay. know he is, but I mean he's uh, Surprisingly he's not that tall. Well, Doug Flutie's not very tall either. Well, I, I know. He's him, very that short. That was very he's exciting. Extremely short, yes. Um, it's all exciting. It's oh yeah, we still got time. I just um, I still think I want to talk. Let me see what else I want to do here. Maybe we're finished with the foot. You know, I just wanted to say this one thing. You know, those guys that I always talk about that uh, you know um, in the paper, they got everything wrong too. They all picked the Seahawks, and um, I'm just as good as they are. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, you are. You're but, very good. But I think I'm going to give the pendulum a last go. I brought her I want, today. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. Well, let's do it. But I would have to grab her and we're still mic'd up. No, so. do it. Do it. Go ahead. You I'll, want me to I'll go stall. grab her? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, I wanted to do this. You know, okay. they had lines in case the games went the other way. If the Packers had won and the Colts were won, uh, had won, the Packers would have been... F- now, the line right now started at 3 And then it immediately went down. There was a huge bunch of betting on the Patriots. And it immediately went down to a pick Whereas where it's at pretty much right now. um, Yeah. Uh, A flurry of early money came on the Patriots. Moved the game to pick at most major Las Vegas books on Sunday after it opened. Two and a half to three point favorites. So that's where it is right now. I think think the over-under, I don't know what it is now. I'll, I'll have that all next week. But if the Colts had uh, won, the Packers would have won, the Packers would have been minus three. Hmm. Patriots, Packers, Super Bowl, Patriots would have been minus one, which would make sense they're the number one seed. If the Seahawks had played the Colts, the Seahawks would have been favored by five, which would make sense. And uh, they had exactly, if this had happened, this, was, this line was before the games were played, the Seahawks minus two and a half, and that immediately went down to pick him. Hmm. Now... 
you, I can't believe you bought the pendulum. This really makes me happy. Let's I did. do it. I got the pendulum right here. Let's do one last season pendulum pick because I'm replacing you next year with uh, Rachel's uh, Asian friend. Oh, my God. Not the fortune teller. She's the one that did palm readings. I can't believe no, you're no, replacing no. me. No, uh, no, no. It's the one whose sister I went out with, remember? Which one? I went out with the pretty one. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you know, their name is Wong. Why, first Wang. of all, her, just Cindy, back up. What's her name? Why? First of all, what is she going to do? Apparently, she's perfect on her pendulum. Picks. No, I cannot believe you're replacing me with another pendulum. That's bullshit. Okay. Your pendulum stinks. My pendulum doesn't stink. I can't believe Rachel had this up. I'm going to talk to her tomorrow. I'm meeting with her tomorrow morning, and she. I'm going to kill I, her. How could you be upset with this? You, a, you did horrible. At the I end didn't of the do season. horrible. I got eight in a row. I had a bad. I don't even like the fact that somebody else has taken over this gimmick when it's you and me with the pendulum picks. I've been doing the pendulum She's, picks for years, and you're replacing me with an Asian girl because you dated her sister. I w- that's not why. Apparently, she's really good at her. And picks. Rachel helped. Yep. Oh, I'm going to see her tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to see her at 8 a.m. tomorrow. And she, I, Why are you I can't seeing her tomorrow? It. Are you working on that show? No. All my I'm friends work- are working on that show. I can't get any guests. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see her tomorrow and I'm going to yell at her. That's what I'm going to do. That's classic. For even suggesting Wait, what's this. Her name? Why can't I think of it? Cindy is her sister's name. That's the one I went out with. They're both Korean. Well, the reason why you can't think of her name is obviously she was insignificant to you. Am I right? Not yeah, really. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Wait, the girlfriend? No, the yeah. girlfriend's name is Cindy. My girlfriend's name was Cindy. I can't remember her sister's name. I mean, tell me that she's got a ch- like anything else, like a, 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 a another sort of a gimmick. But you're she using plays the, the accordion too, so she brings a lot to the tell table. Tell her Irene. to bring her accordion. Irene, then she brings a lot to the table. She I can't also believe plays this. the accordion. What do you do? I can't believe. Oh, I you mean, know no what? Offense. I can't wait. I'm just okay. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm a little upset about this, but next year, Look, when you yeah, or next ahead, season. We're, we're going to try her out and we'll see how quickly she falls on her face because I had, what was my score? So you want to have the dueling pendulum picks? I do. All right. Can your I husband bring us the... some pizza? Because he could bring that to the table. You know he will. And he's got Irene, the, again, uh, I've mentioned wings. her husband's pizza place a hundred times because it really is great. Um, it's called Fiori's. It is down on Bleecker Street. It's fantastic. Irene and I spent Halloween together down there. What a disaster that was, but it was super fun. It was a blast. The place was packed. The pizza's amazing. He takes so much pride in the pizza. And the sauce, and now he's been making wings, and he's always looking for the ultimate wing, which of course makes me so happy because I am always looking for the ultimate wing. I bought him to my place that I said, this is the best wings in the city. He agreed. He does agree, and he has a lot of respect for you. In fact, um, he absolutely loves you, and he drunk texts you. I know. He needs to stop. It's a little (laughs) gay. And I need to talk to him. But he does it on Mondays when I'm having wings. And I love hanging out with the two of you. The only thing is, I don't want to feel like the third wheel when we're together. (laughs) You do, though. That's the problem. And they gang up on me, which I don't also like. She's an idiot. Which I also (laughs) brought up to Rachel when I saw her. Oh, what I was going to say also, though, is that um, you asked me what I was doing for Super Bowl, and. Artie said he might have something, so maybe we can go there. I would love to go because I have nothing to do and I just wanted to hang out with you. Yeah, I want to hang out with you too. Okay, because I've been orphaned on um on, on Yeah, I can't Super believe Bowl. your husband left you like that. Yeah, he's well, you know, that's Well, that's you would be a, a joy to hang out on Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm gonna with. bring this. Should I just bring it? Let's give it a go, huh? Yeah, no, no, let's do it tonight. Let's give it a go. Yeah. I can't believe it. They're not replacing. Are you ready? Of course, that doesn't motivate her to know she's being replaced by an Asian pendulum. So how girl. are we gonna know? How do you uh, Okay, so now let's you're setting it up. You You're setting up, is there something with your phone that you keep moving around? No. Oh. Actually, I was going to use my phone to type it. Why do you keep moving it? it? Yeah, well, because I was going to do it this side, but now I think I'm going to do it on yeah, this side. Yeah, do it by me. Okay, here we go now. Um, All right, she's holding it in her hand. Like I said, it's like a bullet-shaped, weighted, you know, it's a pendulum, but it's like a weighted, and it's on a string. She's holding the uh, necklace part of it, or what would you call that? Just The chain. The, the chain. Uh, the chain. Just holding it straight. Now, okay. what happens now if it starts moving or when it starts moving? Which Okay. It, now, remember the mean? rules. Counterclockwise uh, means no. Clockwise means yes. Okay? Yeah, but well, how? what are we just asking it? Will a certain team We're win? just going to ask. We're going to say, are the Patriots going to win? Oh, okay. Or is it going to be Seattle? Okay? So let's start well, with the okay. Patriots. Are the Patriots going to win the Super it's Bowl? It's moving a little. She's not moving her hand. It's just moving. It's moving right now. It's just moving back. Well, it's moving back and forth, which it's supposed to, right? But I don't see it going clockwise or counterclockwise. It's not you spinning like it, it did. Got to give it some oh, time. Got to Oh, now it is. You got to give it some time. Are you time. sure you're not moving it? No, I'm not. It Aren't you like, watching No, I'm my watching. Hands? Your hand is very steady. It looks like it's going, it's going clockwise. It is going clockwise. And what does that mean? The Patriots that means the are going to win? The Patriots are going to win. No, I'm not buying it. Oh, it's going heavy now, clockwise. 
I mean, I would count that as a Patriots win the way it's going. Do you want to try the other one now? Okay. That is a Patriots win right there. All okay? right. So it says. That's now what it does. Now we're going to ask, it, now, are the Seahawks going to win, We're going to ask right? the Seahawks again. You have to give it a little, you know, um, a little time so it builds up Well, momentum. I don't mind giving it time, but, you oh, know, I'm we sorry. are on a... No, 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 no. I'm I don't care. I'm just saying okay, we are we on a, uh, like a okay. radio show. <laughs> See, okay. Sorry, but Seattle. Seattle. Not Seattle's. Seattle. Wait. It is going the opposite way. Saying they're going to, well, according to that pendulum, the Patriots are going to, I mean, it's going counterclockwise now. You said Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Now you see my hand. Was I my did, hand no, moving? it was not moving. Dave is here with steady. me and he's watching this, okay? I don't okay? know, but now I know to definitely bet the Seahawks. Okay. That pendulum is tainted. Folks, you heard it here first. The Seahawks are going to win by a, by 45 to 7, just like the Patriots uh, beat the Colts. And uh, I yeah, can't well, count on the pendulum. the pendulum. I can't. The pendulum had some uh, some some moments there. I the admit, last time uh, I bet I, on the uh, bet against the pendulum, I lost. You did. You bet against the pendulum. That's why. On purpose, because they were. It was on a losing. I know, streak. I but I'm telling you way. right now, the Patriots are going to win. Okay, all right. there All right. it is, folks. There it is, there folks. It is. The Patriots you know what? Are She's win. not good with the under over score stuff. I told you that would get her all confused, and it's just too much. I didn't ask you for the over under, did I? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. You started to at the end because you were getting a little complicated. Was yeah. I? Yeah, a little bit. Well, little that's bit. because I was getting bit, desperate, little bit. mostly. Okay, that's true. Okay, but now we're talking money, okay? And I'm going to also try this at home a few times so that we can get a more concise reading. All right, you good. Know, so we don't take any chances now that you started gambling for this last Shut stretch. <laughs> All right, for the final 10 minutes of the show, let's just go into some of the TV stuff. And I'm only saying it because I just wanted to talk about the ratings because it's completely fascinating. I mean, I still want to talk about football. I mean, there's no reason to talk about television today because it's all about football. And next week will be crazy football. Next week, I think I'm just going to have a bunch of gambling degenerates in here. And we are just going to talk those stupid bets, the Gatorade colors, the whole thing, and it's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. If you want to come back. Oh, I would love that. Soon. That's great. But I know how busy you are. Right. Because, you know, you have your date at the Chuckle Hut, which I'll <laughs> promote again later. Um, the AFC Championship game, the Patriots-Colts game, mm-hmm. okay, that was in prime time, technically, because you're talking about from 7 to 10, even though it starts at 6.30. Right. It gets It's a 13.9 rating. A 13.9. That's... Amazing numbers because mm-hmm. the the show that they premiered uh, uh, Empire, which is second, the show Empire, the black mm-hmm. you know show, yes, that had a that's the highest rated show of the week, had a four. Ooh. You see the drop. You and go the up against football. Well, they didn't go up against it. What? That was on a completely different day. Oh, and that's the nearest. Rating Ooh. now the show that they premiered after the AFC Championship, which was Scorpion, which is I my favorite show. I love it. It's a new show. Right. You know how they put their best shows right. after the Super Bowl. It's on NBC. I think they're putting the blacklist. Right. That dropped to a three point two, and that's supposedly good. Wow. From a, if you can get thirteen point nine, which is like Super Bowl number, I think Super Bowl is a sixteen or something, and it and your best show. Is three point two after the thirteen point nine? Fascinating. That State of the Union last night, one point five, and to a one point if you watch it on Fox. Guess so. Do you know what beat the State of the Union address last night? President Obama's State of the Union address last night at its highest got a one point five on NBC. Ooh. What beat it for the night with a one point seven? Are you ready for this? Oh, no, wait. No, I'm not. Okay, yes, I am. Master Chef Junior. <laughs> I wonder if Obama knows about this. And I wonder if his people are saying, you know what might be a good plan for you oh is to have some little chefs kind of walk around with you. Right. I mean, are I've you never, kidding me? I, I just, it's crazy. What are people doing? What are they thinking? Master I, I just... Chef Junior. What you're talking about is Univision beat ABC a few weeks ago. Uh, they have a novella out right now right. that is kicking ass. Right. Well, okay? you see. So we know now that Spanish people and black people right. are watching If Empire is your number two show, <laughs> which really is a miracle that rarely happens anymore where black show, you know, instance Cosby. Right. Uh, you right. know, Blackish and Empire are doing quite well. But Empire, number two, 
on a typical Wednesday. That's that's amazing. It was at number five last week. It's really doing wow. well. I watch the show every week. It's actually that's quite amazing. good. That's um, amazing. A five. <laughs> I'm surprised. It's actually you know, quite for a black show. It's, it's pretty good. Um, American Idol still doing well and NCIS. It's uh, amazing. But um, And what are their you know, ratings? Think about what, what, Shark what are they? Tank. Oh, I love Shark Tank. <coughs> love it. Shark Tank. Went up to 13 from 25. Oh my gosh, I love Shark you Tank. You do? I watch it obsessively, obsessively. It's on Friday nights. I'm Why obs- would you be watching? What do well, you Well, I watch the Shouldn't reruns. And I watch, I watch <laughs> when, when I can, I watch it. But it's a great show. I, I'm not surprised. But MasterChef Junior is, was last week's 23rd. Shark Tank was a 13? Went up to thir- no, that's, went up to 13. That's place. incredible. No, it's a 2.2 rating. It's a 2.2. Okay. Cause remember saying, again. Right, the football was 13.9. That's wow. what I am just... Well, everybody must have tuned in. Like the whole... Uh, that just seems like everybody to just... football? Yeah, exactly. Well, that, 13 I mean, that's score? why NBC has won every week so far. That's unbelievable. Up until this week, uh, NBC wins the week, not from their... Uh, the Blacklist hasn't even been airing, and not from the mysteries of Laura, but from football Sunday nights. They keep getting these kind of ratings. They get, you know, when Peyton Manning's playing, they get an eight or a nine. Thirteen's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But they get an eight or a nine That's when crazy. everything else, the next best thing, the Big Bang Theory, is usually, you know, a two or three. Right. That's I mean, unbelievable. That's a big difference. That is crazy. Um, I, I wonder what the ratings for the Super Bowl are going to be then. The Super Bowl is usually a 16 Ooh. or 17. I mean, it's insane. Wow. Well, half the world is watching that. Right. I don't even right. know half how the they that's, that's just judge. Crazy, but I mean, yeah. and think about the Super Bowl. People are watching in real time that with the football. That's even better. Empire, I DVR, and I'm watching right. it the next morning. You could watch it these the next are, morning, these right? You have to watch, are watch these things real time, time. Yes. with commercials. Well, that's it. I mean, that's why that's the it. money. Yes, you're right. And, and with this Deflate Gate, uh, from what I am to understand, Roger Goodell is putting a commission of Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson together to find out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about absolute nonsense. <laughs> And it's so funny because, you know, I talk about the show Gallivant all the Gallivant. time, which I watch, which uh, goes like this. Way back in days of old, there was a legend told about a hero known as Gallivant. I play this because this is what was going up against the Colts-Patriots game. <laughs> Think about that. That fell off the ratings chart on Sunday. It was actually up there because Gallivant. it's in a really good time slot. Oh. And they're playing this and they're like... They, they got a 0.2, <laughs> I think, or something. I mean, it's just sad. That's, that's poor thing. What are you supposed to do? You're well, basically you do? putting Look, that up. up against a, a giant. Well, I know? talk about it all the time. When the Cosby Show was the Cosby Show, you know, before we knew he was a rapist. Serial rapist. Right. Um, well, I knew all along. I knew something was up with this guy. He, You know, uh, he, he's sort <laughs> of like, um, uh, what was it? I was also, what do you call it? Um, I raped by him myself back uh, in the 90s. I'm serious. Oh. Okay, it's Please, too late in the show to bring I've that up. I've done that to you a hundred times. <laughs> I mean, for real. So if you're going to use that, I mean, all of us should be under arrest. I mean, you're hot. You wear hot stuff, <laughs> oh, especially in the 90s when you were bringing it. Yeah, that's true. You know that I was true. guilty of that, too. Okay. So I'm not going to. I'm going to side with my man Cosby on this, this because <laughs> that Irene Bremers is okay. <laughs> but if he really liked you, he would have had you perform. He would have actually raped stand-up. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truthfully. You didn't know where I was going yes. with that. Wait, I got to take a drink. Mm. But um, <clears throat> during the Cosby era, when it was the shit, I was <clears throat> working with this guy from ABC. I know, how old am I? And um, he used to just talk about, we don't know what to put in that Thursday night time slot. We're thinking about signing off. Like, that's how bad it was. And what ABC put on in when the Cosby had those Super Bowl-like ratings, um, they put on a show called The Charmings. I've talked about this on the show before. Uh, which was Snow White and Prince Charming living together in a sitcom. <laughs> they gave up, pretty much. They're like, let's just do That's... this. <laughs> and I think it lasted about eight episodes, and right. they just tried so many different things. I guess they didn't live and happily the only ever thing after. that toppled Cosby, I don't, do you remember? Yes, you know of course. Answer? What is it? Toppled Cosby? Yeah. Um, oh, shit. And why'd you say yes, of course? Oh, no, I, I thought you meant, do you remember during that era with these shows? No, dude, okay. there was one thing that was able to topple Cosby from being the greatest and and not being able to be stopped. Do you remember what the show is? Oh God, um, it's still on. That's a hint. It's still on. That's right. 
Okay, well, go. It's The Simpsons. Oh, man, are you they serious? They moved it from I... Sunday nights to Thursday just to topple Cosby. Once they proved their point, they moved it back to Sundays. Wow. How about that? I think that's amazing. Isn't that no, cool? I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah, that yeah. is badass. And then Cosby wasn't so powerful. Anyway. They should do that to him now. They should wow. just write him up and just send The Simpsons over to uh, kick his ass or something. Again. Because, listen... The Super Bowl's my best day to plant <laughs> drinks and the girls with the pills and stuff. We're going to and do some nasty <laughs> stuff Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Irene, I can't tell you what... I, you know what? We had so many listeners last week and I couldn't be happier, but I wasn't happy with the show. I wasn't happy with technical. I am so happy this week. I had such a wonderful time this week talking to you. I love you, Dave. Talking about football. I love you. I love talking football with you. Just really quick, let me uh, yes. give your uh, plugs again. Irene will be on February 6th, the Unladylike Comedy Tour. How many weeks is that? <laughs> That's um, the only show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on and off. It's on and off. February 6th. Is that a Saturday night? Uh, yes, it's a Saturday Joker's night. Joker's Wild in New Haven, Thursday, February 12th, in her hometown of Staten Island with the great Mike Machetti at 9 o'clock at the Nuremberger Beer House. It's a fun place. And Saturday, Valentine's Day, February 14th, 8 p.m., the Valentine's Day show at the Cornucopia Banqueting Hall also in next, Torrington, Connecticut. Ooh, one more. And yep. also next um, Saturday at the Looney Bin with Kevin Meany. Ugh. He is just horrible. Is he going to end with the We Are the World bit? I I don't well know. Well done. So that's in Staten Island, too, right? That's on gonna Staten have Island, me over too. There. A lot of, you're going to come with me. You're me I'm going to be at the Looney Bin. Well, I don't know. I, I don't book people, the Looney I want to be on this show where I can say... Hey, I'm going to be at the Looney Bin tomorrow because, night. The you Looney know. Bin is amazing. It's it's a bowling alley yeah, and yeah. a comedy club. I know. I was there for Artie's Machete's uh, Roast that time. That's right. Anyway, thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you next week, which is going to be badass Super Bowl Woo! degenerate gambling Woo-hoo! stuff. Irene, thank you so much. So we'll much see you next fun. week. I'm the thank spread you. with Dave Juskow. <laughs>